We're back, and uh, we have some new revelations for you. Curtis Lewa has been on top of this uh, bodega uh, stabbing, and uh, the, the you know the criminals always get to go home for dinner. Uh, the the store owner that was defending his store he ended up in Rikers Island, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, Curtis Lewa give us give us a, a fast but detailed situation. What the heck happened? Well, we went down to the court, uh, 100th Center Street. Uh, uh, Jose Alba, he's 61, has been remanded to Rikers Island. Initially, $500,000 bail or $250,000 in cash. We joined his family and friends. They were terrified, Dominican uh, immigrants. They were thinking the worst. Uh, And then after lunch, uh, the judge came out and overruled uh, what the uh, district attorney had asked for. And said, look, I tell you what, family, come up with $5,000. I'll post a 50000 bail, uh, but if you put $5,000 down, we'll release him. You've got to sacrifice his Dominican passport. He's got to wear an ankle bracelet and come back July 20th for further proceedings. If it was up to me, I think in most New Yorkers, uh, John, he should have been cut loose at that moment, turned back to his family so he could go out and make a living and support his family because he's the victim here and the criminal got what he he deserved. He came over the counter. I used to manage a McDonald's at night, John. You a supermarket. There are other people out there in retail and wholesale. I would have used my baseball bat over that famous baseball bat that I had. Well, so right. Curtis, to make it clear, he's charged with murder, right? Murder one. I mean, we're not talking <laughs> manslaughter. We're talking the top charge. This is Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg. So the judge had to supersede the DA's office today. To his credit, Eric Adams earlier in the day said, we really need to leave this guy alone. He was just protecting his store, protecting his rights as a vendor. All New Yorkers have been siding with this uh, Dominican uh, merchant. Originally, he owned a bodega. Now he's working at a bodega. Uh, And uh, now imagine, he's not going to be able to earn money. uh, Because he's going to have to stay at home with an ankle bracelet. He's under supervised release. But the guy, the 38-year-old guy that he killed, who came over the counter, threatened him. You can see the video. Already had eight charges against him for violent crimes. And it was his uh, girlfriend, his, the mother of his child, who really set all this up. Uh, she tried to pay for products with a, a uh, swipe card, a food stamp swipe card that uh, was not was rejected. And the vendor said, I'm sorry, I I can't let you take these products. She got into a beef, said, I'm going to get my old man, came back, and he tried to bully the vendor. And the vendor did the only thing he could as he was being pummeled and then pushed. He He got the knife that had been hidden, stabbed him as it was a struggle. And guess who stabbed the Dominican vendor? The woman. She pulls a shiv out of her pocketbook. And no charges. And starts stabbing him. No charges. And she got to go home for dinner. Not only that, but if you walk the neighborhood like I did with the Guardian Angels, 139th and Broadway, people will tell you he did us all a favor. That was a bad guy who used to intimidate us, extort us, shake us down, and beat us up. This guy is Austin Simon. He's a career criminal, ex-con. He's been convicted of assaulting a cop. So this wasn't some angel. Curtis said, now ask you, Governor Patterson, the video shows this guy jumping over the counter, attacking him, the girlfriend attacking him. How can Alvin Bragg's office have charged him with murder one? That's premeditated so, murder. He didn't clearly he couldn't plan this guy right. jumping over the counter and attacking him. So that the listeners understand, um, 
The difference between murder and manslaughter involves intent. Second-degree murder is described as a depraved indifference to human life. In other words, you had no uh, business doing the things that you did. You killed somebody. It's second-degree murder. First-degree murder involves malice of forethought. In other words, you planned to do this. So I don't understand how a uh, supermarket owner could have planned to kill a person who ran in the store and jumped over the counter against him or maybe planned to do it when he got the knife away from him, but that was two seconds before he stabbed him. I have no idea. And, Curtis, I was wondering if you would explain why the charges would be ginned up to that level. Well, I think it's just Alvin Bragg. Let's face it, if uh, if it were the reverse, if, let's say, the criminal had uh, stabbed and killed the bodega owner uh, behind the counter, he probably would have been sent to a diversion program, wouldn't have even gone to jail. But because it's a, a merchant, a vendor, he's got to pay all the taxes, he's got to pay <laughs> all the bills, uh, he ends up getting jammed up. This, uh, I'll, I'll explain what it was. It was street justice. This is what happens in the streets when you don't have enough cops, when you don't have law and order. People are going to take the law into their own hands because they have no other choice. They have no other choice. We've been saying but this Curtis, on Catherine Knight. He didn't even do that. He took the weapon away from the attacker and killed him. No, he had his own. Oh, he had his own weapon. Yeah, it was hidden. This is where all the bodega workers <laughs> would the hide the weapon. And the girlfriend her knife to attack the right. bodega owner. Yeah. I mean, this Sorry, is a horrible incident, but I think it reflects on Bragg. Uh, Bragg is a horrible district attorney. He violates his oath of office every day. He does. He, he's already said there are certain laws he's not going to enforce. That is a... He, you can't have a democracy where the prosecutor says, I'll enforce the laws I agree with, but not the other ones. Uh, the governor has the power to remove him. She should have done it long ago. If she doesn't remove him, then all the efforts Adams is making to get tough in crime are going to go nowhere. The criminals are emboldened. They know they can do whatever they want. There are no repercussions. They may not know the DA's name, but they know from their friends that they can rob this one, attack that one, and they get released just a couple of hours later. That's why he went in there and he went to attack the guy, never thinking that the clerk would actually fight back. I, I saw the video. It's hard to watch. I think had he not fought back, he would be dead right now. Well, so I have perfect a perfect example. You look at those three girls gone wild down on Ludlow Street at the burger joint. They come over the counter. They totally destroyed the business because they were asked to pay $1.75 for some extra sauce on their fries. And they broke up the place. And nothing's going to happen to them. Why? Because it's in Manhattan. That's right. It's in Manhattan. Mayor well, I will Adams, say this. Oh. I don't think any jury will convict him. I hope you're right. And Mayor Adams actually stuck up for the bodega worker. Take a listen to what he said. It's, it's time for New Yorkers and Americans to start standing up for people who follow the law. And that's what I'm going to do. Okay, well, the audio wasn't that good, but he said it's time for New Yorkers to stand up for what's right. So he... The fact that Mayor Adams actually stuck up for this guy. Oh, yeah. And Good. now, you know, and now but- we got to elect Zeldin governor because day one, he said, and he will, he will fire uh, Alvin Bragg, which a governor has the right to do. Governor Pataki, do you think uh, do we do you think I, I, if I was if I was Mayor Adams, I'd be campaigning for, for Zeldin because Zeldin will actually work together with him. I would, and, and certainly get things be, done. I would certainly be pressuring Hochul to do something. The no bail law. But she's not uh, listening. Brad, she's beholden to the AOCs and the I know, squad. She's terrified of the Democratic left. And it's right. just a tragedy for the oh, city. There and, we go again. Yeah, AOC exactly. got in this conversation. But, <laughs> you know, think about, you know, it's horrible what happened in the bodega. But think about if you're a cop yeah. 
and you, you see someone robbing a store, are you going to risk your life knowing that person's going to be out on the street in an hour or two and they might sue you? You might be brought up on charges for making and that you arrest. Lose your pension. Uh, it, you, we're seeing massive numbers of police step aside, retire, move on. This is a disaster that is just going to build unless Hochul does something about this. And so far, she's done nothing. Nothing. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Curtis Lewa. Keep us posted. I know you're on top of this story, and you're are you patrolling that bodega area yeah. in Hamilton yeah, Heights because sure. they can come but, back? Uh, for, let me tell you, you know, the that's people, my old neighborhood, uh, Curtis. Right, but 139th Broadway, they're having parties because they're saying the guy got the bad ombre. The bad ombre will never bother anybody mm-hmm. else on that block again. Okay. God right. bless. God bless America. Thank you, Curtis Lewa. We're going to take a break right now, and when we come back. Uh, we're going to have Dr. Michalos to uh, talk about uh, uh, a few things and uh, a few other interesting things. Let's take that break.